My name is Jack McLean, I'm the host, and the Get Better Plan is a concept I learned during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I work closely with the academy players and I've been implementing similar methods to our Prepare Like a Pro athletes. I want to share this concept with you, our podcast listener. So you might be thinking, how does the Get Better Plan work? Well, each month we review and reflect each athlete's development and work out what is the bottleneck of their physical development, i.e. what is the one thing that is really letting down them to play at their best potential week after week. From there, we pick one lifestyle focus, for example, getting to sleep by 10 p.m., five days a week, and a physical focus, for example, bringing max effort to the key lifts in their gym program. From there, each athlete join me live every week at 5 p.m. Sundays, and I present on a certain topic. The athletes journal their learnings and implementations and reflect each week on what worked and what did for their get better plan. These presentations are recorded for the athletes that missed the presentation, and I wanna share some of the content to you, our wider podcast community. If you're new to the podcast, every week I interview leaders in the AFL and high performance industries live on our YouTube channel. We drop an inspiring and educational podcast every Tuesday and Friday. And on Sundays, I host a live Instagram Q&A answering all questions that were sent to us by a direct message or email through to us. So if you're struggling with increasing your muscle mass, lowering your 2K time trial, or perhaps struggling with improving your 20 meter speed time, send through your questions to our Instagram or email us at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Let's get into today's episode. I've done a presentation before um, on managing stress, so more looking at managing your your, um, your life outside of football. This is more specific to um, mental preparation for sports performance, for football performance. Um, so it's a little bit different to stress management. Uh, they do intertwine uh, and there are some similar themes, um, but uh, there's also some, some different topics that we'll discuss. Um, and it's a, uh, it's quite an interesting topic. It's one that um, I've definitely found interesting since working sport over the last sort of six years in elite sport. Um, there's many different ways to go about it. So you can definitely skin the cat in plenty of different ways when it comes to mental performance. Uh, there is no one way. Uh, everyone's completely different in this space and what works for one person certainly won't work for another. So it's, like a lot of the stuff that I've recommended, important to experiment in the off-season, pre-season with this stuff. Um, try it on yourself. Give it a go for a few times before canning it. Um, and then over time, you just refine your own mental prep- preparation. Um, it isn't all about the warm-up and what then leading up to the game on game day. It's actually um, a good mental preparation for an elite athlete will start um, pretty much on Monday. So if they played a game on Saturday, Sunday's all about recovery, mental and physical. So getting away from the game and enjoying other facets of life. And then Monday, there'll be some review of, uh, of the game. There'll be um, some active recovery, massage, um, getting into the pool, um, yoga, um, a mindfulness session with the um, psychologist, um, so it's all about resetting, uh, particularly if you've had a hard loss on the weekend or, or a poor individual performance. It's a matter of resetting um, your headspace, resetting your body um, and getting back on the horse, so to speak. Um, because football is such a long competitive year, um, it really you really have to go week by week in your mental preparation. You don't want to think too far ahead, otherwise you, you sort of catch yourself um, being distracted. So 
it's all about resetting on Monday and then that allowing for a good quality session on Tuesday. So Monday is quite a good indicator um, from a performance point of view on how we're going to go on what the energy is like for the group. Um, and also as an individual to focus on making sure you're getting that reset right. And there's a many different strategies that you can do to do that. Um, but it's important to uh, take away from this message is that your preparation for your next game shouldn't start on the morning of that game day. It should start on the Monday leading into into that game. So you start preparing yourself um, for the following game. These are the four topics that I'll present on today. So leadership, um, definitely a firm believer that everyone is a leader um, and you'll have your own way of leading. Um, and we'll just go into some qualities around leadership in what I've noticed that good leaders do well uh, in sports performance. Perspective, um, I think this is a really important topic at the moment. Uh, for those experiencing lockdown and, and uh, you may have found your, perspe your perspective, your outlook on life has changed since the start of the year because there's been some conditional changes to our environment that's been out of our control. So I think perspective is a good thing to um, look into um, this year and, and we've all had different experiences with that. Uh, confidence will be um, one that we'll look at. So performance confidence as well as um, self-confidence. And it should be four. I've doubled up there. Um, so number four will be mindset. Uh, we'll finish on mindset and some different strategies that you can do to improve your mindset in different conditions, particularly challenging conditions um, and focusing on areas that you can control to keep your mindset um, in check and, and helping you to perform rather than um, working against you. So starting with leadership, a big topic um, at the moment, and I saw the Resilience Project, which for those that are on social media, if you're interested in, in this space, vulnerability, check out the Resilience Project. We were lucky enough to have one of the guys work with um, the Hawthorne Football Club um, over the last year, and we did some work with the Resilience Project. They've, another one of their staff has been working with Port Adelaide, and he did a post last night about vulnerability and the fact that they really embraced vulnerability this year amongst the group. Um, Richmond's been strong in this space and then they've probably led from the front. Ash Barty as well has been really big on this space. So a lot of elite athletes now are, are um, and leaders in different facets, whether it be CEOs, um, businesses, um, so finance or sport, anywhere where there's performance. Um, we're starting to embrace vulnerability now as a strength um, and ultimately the easiest way to sort of think about vulnerability. If you, if you think about your closest friends or family, it's usually the little quirks that we have, that we know about each other that grows us stronger. So all the little things that not everyone knows about each other, but only those closest to you, you know, that's, that's a strong bond that you have with your family and your friends. Um, and that, and part of that is vulnerability, opening up with those people and having that trust um, with the, with the relationships that you have, that you're safe to share everything about you. And, and that's, a special space to have. And that's ultimately what good culture is about is having that psychological safety to feel that you can open up to your peers. Um, and whether it be talking about things, you know, things that you're curious about or um, areas that you're um, that you've always um, sort of found difficult to take on. So areas that you're sort of opening up that are challenging for you, whether it be skills, training, um, mental side, whatever it might be, diet, lifestyle, um, being able to open up and, and talk about the challenges you have. Obviously, the opposite of that is feeling that you have to 
um, be someone that you're not and you have to try and fit in. So there's a big difference between fitting in uh, opposed to belonging. Um, I'll go into a little bit more about that. But ultimately, good leadership is having the um, embracing vulnerability as a courage and strength. So if someone's showing signs of vulnerability, like one exercise that we used to do at Hawthorne, you'd speak in front of the, the whole group about an area that you're proud of in your life, an area that um, was most challenging for you in your life um, and an area where you've had the most amount of growth in your life. So a challenging year. Um, and I'll ask you guys some similar questions. We're not going to open up to the group in this format um, because I think it's a little bit strange to do that on zoom, but I'll, I'll ask you the same questions to ask yourself and jot down today. Um, Cause I believe if you can work on yourself as a person, that's going to help your athletic ability as well. Uh, the opposite end of that is leaders that view vulnerability as weakness, um, which is definitely something we've, we've definitely, we would see in Australia, the, the tall poppy syndrome, um, feeling that we need people, those that are um, being honest with themselves and, um, and showing signs of, of weakness, trying to shut them down is something that we, we can commonly see, particularly um, in more the old school sort of methodologies. So being vulnerable, if, you, if your environment that you're working in or training in, if you're comfortable being vulnerable with your peers, it's going to build stronger connection amongst your group. And that's for those who watched the Port Adelaide game last night, um, that you can see the, the raw emotion they had with each other, the, just the way they're hugging each other and getting around each other throughout the game. And then particularly in the celebration, you can see they're a pretty strong group um, and the Resilience Project have been working on them to on their vulnerability side, so um, opening up on their biggest weaknesses as a person, and that's helped develop that. Another area of good leadership um, and a good philosophy to, to have is um, good people equal quality athletes. So quality people, sorry, equal quality athletes. So here's Usain Bolt here, just um, one of the volunteers for the event. He acknowledged him in his um, prep before his run. Um, so it was something that he didn't need to do, but it was, it was a special touch. Uh, and it was something that got a lot of um, recognition um, for the response that the volunteer had. Uh, and you can see that he's He's um, made a big impact on that person's day and probably week and, and probably year. So it's a little things that can, can make a big difference. Um, so that might be, you know, training with the, if you're a senior player at your club, training with the junior club for one night or, or giving some pointers to, to those around you um, can make a big difference. So um, leadership doesn't all have, always have to be about um, game day performance. It might just be little things of showing support to your teammates. Um, a good little quote is to be yourself. Everyone else is taken. So this is, I'll, I'll, there was a, a event that I did uh, on Tuesday. It was by Ben Crow, who was the speaker of that podcast link that I sent you all. Um, he also did some work with our leaders at Hawthorne football club. Um, and he has worked with um, Richmond. He's worked with Ash Barty. Uh, he's worked with Andre Agassi. So he's worked with, um, either CEOs of um, big businesses or high performers in sport. Um, and this is a, an element that he talks about a lot. It's, it's embracing who you are um, and that's going to give you your biggest competitive edge where if you're trying to be someone else, you're not going to be um, your stronger self and you're not going to have your best confidence week after week. Um, so focusing on being being yourself every day and being comfortable with that uh, and really knowing that you are enough is a really strong message to have on yourself. And if you're kind to yourself, you're probably going to be kind to others. 
So that's on leadership. So a couple of just key areas there. Um, and then perspective. Um, so one psychiatrist um, and a neurologist um, that has plenty of quotes, and I'll, I'll just add in a few um, to help our awareness around perspective. Uh, Victor Frankl, who's a, who was an Austrian who survived the uh, Holocaust, um, which would be incredibly challenging thing to go through as a Holocaust prisoner. Uh, he survived it um, and then worked with a lot of patients post um, that experience. And uh, this is this is one quote that um, resonates with me, I think, with, with this year's challenges, and that is everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose um, one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's way. So ultimately, no matter what the condition, no matter what situation you're in, no one can control your attitude towards that task. And where you can apply this for you, um, your football performance, it might be your first quarter, um, you didn't get a touch or you didn't lay a tackle if you're a pressure player, um, the quarter didn't go the way that you prepared. You have three quarters to be able to um, uh, still perform. So what you focus on in that first quarter break time is to reset your attitude um, and know that no one can control that aspect. So whether you're being tagged, whether the, it's wet weather footy and you're more an outside player, so there's a lot of environments that you may not be able to control on game day. Um, sometimes you, you, know, you get some bad luck with a few contests, the ball just bounces the wrong way, whatever it might be. Um, a resilient and experienced mature athlete will, won't let that knock their attitude. They'll still stay on task. Whereas if you're not as experienced or, or haven't worked on um, these areas of your game, your perspectiveness, um, then your attitude might change and, and that in result will flow into the next few quarters. Um, and then that might lead into the next few games if you don't um, nip it in the butt as early as you can. So perspective is a pretty powerful thing. Uh, and I believe it's something that you can practice every moment of the day and that will transfer um, to high pressure moments in a game. Um, so that's where life and football can um, interconnect. Thank you so much for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan playlist. If you enjoyed this episode and want access to the whole presentation, you can join our academy for as little as $5 per month. Click the link in our show notes or search for Prepare Like a Pro in the Patreon app. I really appreciate your support. To recommend a guest for a future episode or to discuss advertising your brand on the Prepare Like a Pro platform, email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.